Monday through Friday and Saturday and Sunday. You're on the break. Monday through Friday and Saturday and Sunday. Oh, rain watch radio in Hollywood. You be fucking loving it.
Pedophilian. We better kick it off with some good guys. You guys ready, bitches?
favorite show on Netflix is the one about two time travelers laundering money for the Mexican cartel. Well, um, so both of their husbands are cheerleaders and gangsters in the Ozarks, and they are both despicable. Actually, they all have dirty secrets. Her husband was killed by the crocodile. Or no, he's still alive. There's drama, so much drama. It's my favorite show on Netflix. Everyone's got a favorite. Find yours at Netflix.com. Your breath is out of me. 
from Metallica. Tap now to hear a playlist of our most thumbed up live songs on Pandora. And 
Supporting a small business. Order in, help out, and shop small with American Express. It's time to wait, California. Pump the brakes and steer clear of your dishwasher. It's between 4 and 9 p.m., which means there's less clean energy available. So remember, power down from 4 to 9 p.m. Keep it golden. And learn more at energyupgradecalifornia.org slash radio. Now they've all rest on until I can take my own 
Who's to know if your soul will fade at all? The one you sold to fool the world. You lost your self-esteem along the way. We've rethought every step you take to get into a new infinity. From online purchase and leasing to test drives that come to you. Experience a new way to buy an infinity. Infinity now. D-Live, holy shit, D-Live takes forever to fucking acknowledge that someone's streaming again, like, I don't know why, for some reason, D-Live takes fucking forever for to acknowledge that somebody's streaming, here you go, fuck, here you go, get the fuck out of my fucking stream, well, I drank a lot last night, I didn't mean to do that, fuck, I got fucked,
Their brands were still on fire and their hooves were made of steel. Their horns were black and shiny and their hot breath he could feel. A bolt of fear went through him as they thundered through the sky. For he saw the riders coming hard and he heard their mournful cry. Don't ever answer yes or 
this old black hawk. Maiden wore her beads and braids and hoped someday talk her line job.
insurance for veterans like Liz and Mike when they got a bigger car for their soon-to-be-bigger family. USAA helped them get covered and find savings. That was the easy part. USAA, which you're made of, we're made for. Your experience matters. At University of Phoenix, relevant life experience and eligible transfer credits can help you earn your degree faster and for less. In fact, undergrads who apply these credits, on average, save about one year and $11,000. Get the credit you deserve for time spent in the classroom, on the job, and in life. And see how much you can save at phoenix.edu. That's phoenix.edu. <laughs>
We can sum up. Yeah. 
As we watched our friends jump off the pier We sat on a patch of grass As everyone moved outside our mask Summer only lasts a day round here We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound, just watch old man to run.
Hi, I'm Sofia Vergara. Please join me and St. Jude Children's Research Hospital to help save the lives of children with cancer and other life-threatening diseases. When we come together, nothing is impossible. Thanks to your support, families never receive a bill from St. Jude for anything. Give thanks for the healthy kids in your life and give to those who are not. To donate, call 800-4-SAINT-JUDE. That's 800-478-5833. Or visit stjude.org. Hi, I'm Sofia Vergara. Please join me and St. Jude Children's Research Hospital to help save the lives of children with cancer and other life-threatening diseases. When we come together, nothing is impossible. Thanks to your support, Families never receive a bill from St. Jude for anything. Give thanks for the healthy kids in your life and give to those who are not. To donate, call 800-4-SAINT-JUDE. That's 800-478-5833. Or visit stjude.org. The only two things in life that make it worth living Is guitars too good and firm feeling women I don't need my name in the marquee lights I got my song and I got you with me tonight Maybe it's time we got back To the basics of love Let's go to Lincoln Park, Texas Wailing and Willie and the boys This successful life we're living Got us Hatfields and McCoys Between Hank Williams' pain songs Newberry's train songs And blue eyes crying in the rain Out of Luke and Bob, Texas Ain't nobody feeling no pain Baby, let's sell your diamond ring Buy some boots and faded jeans and go away This golden tie is choking me In your high society you cry all day We've been so busy keeping up with the Jones Four car garage and we're still building them To the basics of love Let's go to Luke and Buck, Texas Wailing and Willie and the boys This successful life we're living Got us feeling like the Hatfields and McCoys Between Hank Williams' pain songs And Newberry's train songs Crying in the rain I've been looking back Texas Ain't nobody feeling no pain Let's go Looking back Texas
Well, my daddy left home when I was three, and he didn't leave much to Ma and me. Just this old guitar and an empty bottle of booze. Now, I don't blame him because he run and hid, but the meanest thing that he ever did was before he left, he went and named me Sue. Well, he must have thought that it was quite a joke, and it got a lot of laughs from lots of folks. Seems I had to fight my whole life through. Some gal would giggle and I'd get red, and some guy'd laugh and I'd bust his head. I tell you, life ain't easy for a boy named Sue. <laughs> well, I grew up quick and I grew up mean. My fist got hard and my wits got keen. Rolled from town to town to hide my shame. But I made me a vow to the moon and stars I'd search the honky-tonks and bars And kill that man and give me that awful name Well, it was Gatlinburg in mid-July And I'd just hit town and my throat was dry I thought I'd stop and have myself a groove At an old saloon on a street of mud There at a table dealing stud Such a dirty mangy dog that named me Sue well, I knew that snake was my own sweet dad from a worn-out picture that my mother had. And I knew that scar on his cheek and his evil eye. He was big and bent and gray and old. And I looked at him and my blood ran cold. And I said, my name is Sue. How do you do? How are you going to die? I hit him hard right between the eyes And he went down, but to my surprise Come up with a knife and cut off a piece of my ear But I busted a chair right across his teeth And we crashed through the wall and into the street Kicking and a-gouging in the mud and the blood and the beer I tell you, I fought tougher men But I really can't remember when He kicked like a mule and he bit like a crocodile I heard him laugh and then I heard him cuss and he went for his gun to pull mine first. He stood there looking at me and I saw him smile. He said, son, this world is rough and if a man's going to make it, he's got to be tough. And I know I wouldn't be there to help you along. So I give you that name and I said goodbye. I knew you'd have to get tough or die. And it's that name that helped to make you strong. Yeah. Said, now you just fought one hell of a fight And I know you hate me and you got the right To kill me now And I wouldn't blame you if you do But you ought to thank me before I die For the gravel in your guts and the spit in the eye Cause I'm the that named you Sue
sitting here drinking, trying to keep her thinking I'm a losing my troubles away. But I, I couldn't make her stay with well, dog on her anyway. She keeps saying that I didn't try. Pour me another one and finish me the other one. I'm drinking my baby goodbye. Every time we disagree, she was always asking me, are you a man or a man? Now that she's gone, she probably thinks that I'm home, just a moving around the house. She probably thinks that she's the one thing I just couldn't get along without. Well, wouldn't this surprise her? I got a sympathizer as long as he follows the out. lifetime anniversary deserves a one-of-a-kind sale. So from now to March 29th, everything in the store is 33% off. Everything. Designer carpet, exotic hardwood, imported tile and stone, waterproof flooring, or anything else. That's 33% off everything. We suggest you come early. Go to floorstores.com to find the nearest of our nine showrooms. From Santa Rosa to San Jose. The Floor Store, Area Flooring Authority. Cuando se trata de música, no puedes estar seguro si la próxima canción pegará. Pero sí puedes estar seguro de que si le pegas a tu auto y tienes perdón de accidentes de Allstate, tu tarifa no subirá solo por tener un accidente. Empezando el día en que te inscribes. Un seguro que sí es seguro. Allstate. 
estás en buenas manos. Uh, fuck. A long time forgotten, the dreams of despair The life he promised, ain't what she's living in today. But she never complains of the bad times, the bad things he's done. Talks about the good times they've had and all the good times to come. She's a good-hearted woman, but with a good time to make. She loves him in spite of his ways. She don't understand. Through teardrops and Radio, your host, Michael G. Stone, hanging out. Let me go ahead and try to take that away. Okay, yay. That was interesting. I'm uh, sorry. That was uh, a little bit of that. And then uh, there's this one track uh, that's going to be on the album, on the next Pfizer Drone album coming. There's no release date as of now. Uh, it's kind of a spoof. It's, it's kind of a improv that I created. Um, it has... Uh, um, a very well-known artist from the early days, uh, in the, the mid-19th century. Uh, you, you guys know him as Frank Sinatra, so you hear his music in the background, but it has nothing to do. It's just like I'm listening to the melody, and I'm just improvising this tag um, titled Bogart Your Weed, so check it out. Right, brainwash radio. Frank. Don't ever think you're gonna get any weed from me. From me. Because we will. Indeed, oh God, your weed, your weed, and we'll love it, and we'll smoke it, and we'll laugh 
what we do And you just may get one hit or two Or two Because we forgot your weed Your weed Doesn't matter Because we'll bogart your weed Your weed And as we roam around in circles around you You look at us with a little freaky eye Because you know we're just psyching you up so we can bogart your weeds. Oh yeah. Brainwash radio, baby. Gotta love it. Alright, let's get it. Take one. Let's take one. Yeah, we're done for now. Alright, so that's gonna be on the the um the next uh, Pfizer drone album. Um it's just gonna be called Bogard Your Weed, or I'm just gonna write like untitled or something and then you'll just know what it is if you listen to this radio station and by the next album that'd be sweet but meanwhile um you know not everybody has cash to be forking out into the world or buying people's projects or whatnot and then you know it's it's one of those things i understand you know not everybody can afford you know luxury i understand it's cool so, meanwhile, uh, we're going to go into uh, the next track, uh, another Pfizer drone track. So, we're going to put on some background effects real quick because, you know, I don't want just. Here's some brief music, but these guys answer pretty quick. Awesome. That's fine. Hello. Hi there. I have Mr. Michael Martinez on the line with us. He has Medicare and LIS. And he's interested, well, in hearing about the additional benefits he may be entitled to, but also he moved and needs to update um, his Medicare plan. Okay, let me talk to him. I'm All right, here I'm he is. Hello, sir. Hello, how are you? Hello. I'm here. Okay, my name is Rudolph. A lot of uh, individuals that uh, donated uh, currency to help uh, produce the album, and I was one of them, and they have my name in there, in the uh, thank yous, and th it was kind of a an honor to be in there, and uh, here we go with uh, the track called Udumia, uh, Mark Allman sings the track, check it out, Brainwash Radio, baby, love it.
are doing okay loving it hope you guys are out there like helping out when you can i hope all the you know the essential individuals out there that are helping out with all the the main things in life that we need uh i salute you guys you guys are the greatest you guys uh keep people like me indoors and oh i get to you know hibernate Anyways, um, if you guys uh, are entitled, I would love and thank you so much for doing so. If you guys were to donate a little bit of your hard-earned cash um, our way, um, uh, DJYJ uh, kind of uh, got uh, kind of it, it was she's she's expensive. Let's put it that way. So that means I have to pay her each episode that she's on the show. So, and it's a lot of money. So uh, if you guys could donate, that'd be sweet. Uh, I'm not going to have her on for a while because uh, I'm just trying to reboot it uh, back to uh, happiness and, you know, make things go back to normal like it was. A lot of people were enjoying it. A lot of musicians and artists were all contacting me about their poetry or their literature that they had recorded on a broadcast or, or like some sort of interview they wanted to discuss about. Um, we do all kinds of that stuff. Uh, I had uh, um, an individual in the past uh, talk to me about uh, conspiracy theories and I've had directors on my show. I've had uh, musicians on my show. I've had live performances on my show, our show. Um, well, yeah, you know, brainwash radio. So we're going to go ahead and hit you up with some death in June, uh, to drown a rose, baby. Check it out. Brainwash radio. Love it. Oh, love it. All right.
up, hands covering their faces. 911 calls a bird to die. Shattered glass reforms, fire alarms silence themselves. Smoke clears the air as crippled cheerleaders stand up and return to walking to their next class. The religious become atheists as prayers to God fall back to earth. It's 11.18 a.m. and no one is dead yet. Fast forward to April 20th, 1999, I was just another waiter hiding scars under his sleeves. I was holding a tray, watching the freeze frame of somebody else's school in a SWAT team sniper's sights. The battered boy in me, now past every beating, was pumping his fist. I was a temp job nobody, taking orders from the grown-up versions of the guys who used to slam my head in the lockers. When I heard the storm of shell casings raining on a Formica desk, I thought somebody stole a script of my fantasy life and made a movie without me on the set. That night I bought a bottle, and I made a game out of taking a shot every time they said gothic or clad all in black. I imagined every one of my bullies staring down the business end of a rifle. I staggered drunk through my apartment, slurred over my daughter's crib. They did it. Somebody finally did it. As if their victory made up for my years of defeat. Until her mother hissed at me through the dark, how would you have felt if your daughter was at school that day? All I can say is I wish the killers would save one bullet for me. If someone in my high school would have died every time I had a homicidal impulse, the graduating class would have been me and the kids in ESL. Back in the day, I carried a box cutter under my belt like a security blanket. Back in the day of razor blades and meat cleavers, when my teachers ignored every SOS I carved on my chest. I wasn't old enough to understand that your agony doesn't make you original, and that living is the best form of revenge. But in the end, that's what it all comes down to. Using homemade napalm to blow your own life out of proportion. I know what it's like to want to die so bad your hands shake. To go to high school rallies and imagine whole rows of faces blown away like one big red wave. I know what it's like to want your cafeteria to be held in a cloud of gunpowder. To be a 12-gauge David spitting buckshot at Goliath. You can only be fed gasoline for so long before you decide to burn your name in their heads. But what these child killers who kill children fail to realize is that the world is so much bigger than your little hellhole of a suburb. A week before Dylan Klebold's massacre, his father drove him to Arizona State University, where he was scheduled to begin in the fall pursuing a degree in computer science. The Thursday before, a shotgun cleaved his skull in two. Eric Harris was refused by a Marine recruiter because he was taking psychiatric medication for obsessive compulsive disorder. Five days later, they were both dead. I imagine Eric and Dylan as 20-somethings, meeting for drinks in a small-town bar, Eric all puffed up from boot camp, Dylan showing off his new website, weddings and children on the way. I imagine him lifting up a pint and laughing at their hit list in high school and how close they came. And here I am on a frozen spring day watching two teenagers burn their names in a newsprint. There'll never be anything else. And let's throw two Molotov cocktails down the hatch because tonight you're an arsonist who just met their match. Struck by the death of sudden inspiration, I am cast as a constant writer. Twiddling my thumbs to the midnight hour, my pen secretes a pain produced by power as I burn my thumbs into tiny black lighters. Turning the pages I write from into red. Memories transfuse life, raising from these pages the dead. My body turns against me, dies on me, cries on me, rips a shoulder from my side, carves a wing from it and flies with me. Takes my words, turns them into psychic spies, writing lies from the traumas that bore life to me. 
Negative escapes like to fill my lungs with smoke. And I don't know sometimes what I write sounds like poetry being choked. And I don't know what they clap for sometimes. And I don't know what they laugh for sometimes. Because that blood running down my inner thigh at seven years old is no fucking joke. It's much easier to view my life like a melancholy song I would never write until a bellow blasts out of a body like this, a voice protecting secrets whose scars will never fade. And I often find myself asking, at the risk of unmasking, a person who looks to his past to question the anger from whence he was made. Would I still be the same poet who cuts himself for you tonight if someone in my youth, instead of belt marks, gave me light? Would I stutter every time I scribbled stanzas and verses? My words would come polite, excuse themselves, silence themselves without curses. I probably would have never written and gotten a good night's rest. I would have stayed awake all night, struggling with a comfortable life and its emptiness. I wouldn't smash myself because I wouldn't have liked it in the first place. But since I tasted it from my father's palms, I grew very attached to the taste. So I often find myself asking in mid-composition, the torturous tasking of taking my wounds and making them wounds that will grow to harbor a child that will crash his reflection on a site he was taught to despise because what's raped me has changed me. What's starved me now 